Welcome to the Kings of Marketing Podcast, the podcast that eats, sleeps, and breathes entrepreneurship, digital marketing, and business creation, giving you advice, tips, and interviews from entrepreneurs just like you, motivating you to get up and kickstart your new life. This is the Kings of Marketing Podcast. Thank you for joining me today. Uh, we have a special guest today in our podcast episode on Kings of Marketing. And uh, I want to dr- dr- uh, dive straight in to my good friend, Astrid Munoz. And uh, I want to thank you for your super busy schedule uh, because I know that there's a lot to cover. And I am really excited for you being here because I believe that uh, you can share your journey um, from where I've met you from what, from when I've known you over the years to where you're at now as a realtor, uh, and, uh, how you can maybe give us some advice and some, some, some of your life experiences to where you're at now. And, uh, once again, thank you so much for being on today's show. Thank you for inviting me, Pete, and for thanking, for thinking that my life is important enough to be on your show <laughs> and share it with everybody else. Well, you know, a lot of the times we see things from the outside, Astrid, and uh, we really don't know the, someone's journey. Like, how do you get? Because as far as as long as I've known you, you know, my brother and uh, all of y'all are really good friends. And uh, I've always known you to be someone that's always on the go, someone that has like these um, great ideas and you always execute them. You're always you've always been busy as far as I know. But um, a part of the reason for the show is also that I want to know what goes behind the scenes in Astrid's life. And uh, what, how, what motivates you? What goes on in your life? And how do you, how how can how you can probably uh, share your experience and help someone out there that may be kind of like on the fence to do something, whether it be with business, whether it be with life. Uh, you're a full time mom, uh, so all those kind of things that I'd like to go over. Uh, that's why I think that yes, I think your life is interesting, and I think your journey is probably something that a lot of people can 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 relate to. And uh, maybe we can do this into a two process thing because I know you wanted to be on a different platform. So, but uh, but let's dive in. Um, it's lunchtime right now. Hopefully, people can tune in, and this will also be replaying for those that didn't catch it. Okay, so ask where, away. Where do you want to start? Well, I, uh, tell us about yourself. Where are you from? The Rio Grande Valley. You've always lived here. Um, um, yes, I'm from, I was born in McAllen. I was raised um, part of my childhood here, part of my childhood in Mexico. And then I came back over here to the, to the States. I lived with my family for, I mean, where else could I have lived right here? <laughs> <my family. laughs> um, I, 
this is my first podcast, so I'm kind of nervous. I, 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 for those who know me, for those who know the real me, you guys know that I can't, I do not like to be in front of the camera unless I'm controlling the camera. Well, I mean, you could have fooled me because I know there's a lot of selfies out there and a lot of different, uh, uh, good poses of you. <laughs> I can always, I can, oh my God, when I had the agency, oh my God, I loved it. I loved dressing the girls. I loved, you know, coming up with creative ideas about posing them and where should yes. we shoot and what should we do? I'm, I've always been very creative. I'm very outside of the box. I'm not a square. I'm a, some of my friends say I'm a fun square, fun <laughs> square. <laughs> Because <laughs> even though I look like I'm always so busy, which I am, um, I try to keep a balance, especially with my family and with my son. It's very important to keep a balance. Um, but yes, very creative, very outside of the box, very, very fun being behind the camera. But I can't really control being in front of the camera. It's never been my thing. It's, I struggled yeah. with it so much. When I was in Telemundo, they would always want to put me on camera. Every time they had a chance to force me, because they would force me, because I, I would not. I, I would always find the perfect excuse, or I would be like, oh, I found somebody better, somebody that looks cuter than me. And <laughs> so anything I could do not to be in front of the camera, I would, I would do it. Aside from being so creative, it was just not my, it's not my thing. <laughs> but now being in real estate, I kind of put myself in a bind, I guess. <laughs> I well, have to do it. Tell me a little bit about your balance. You, you talked about balance right now with your, with your son and uh, work um, back since you were, so you were with Telemundo? Yes, I was. Oh my God. I think Pete, my first job was at Pizza Hut. Okay. I was a waitress. Yeah. I was a waitress for a whole month. <laughs> <laughs> for a whole <laughs> month. And then I it was just not for me. Not I tried it for a minute. <laughs> and it was just not my thing. So then from there I went to I tried different things. I was a receptionist. I worked at Hollywood Video. Do you remember Hollywood Video? Oh yeah. Yeah. I worked at Hollywood Video. <laughs> We get to wear those cute uniforms. <laughs> um, and then from there, I uh, I went on to get involved in, in the entertainment business with, uh, I was a promotional coordinator for seven radio stations here in the Valley. At uh, Am I allowed to mention businesses? Yeah, yeah, for sure. This is, <laughs> yeah, this is our communications. This is I your was um, I was helping with the promote with promote with handling the promotion side of ESPN, La Le, La Lupe, Digital, uh, Jack FM, all of those stations. I was a full time student. It was crazy. It was crazy. I remember uh, working a full time job, and I was a full time student at uh, STC, and um, it was just so difficult. The hours were crazy. They were crazy hours. I mean, I didn't sleep. I don't think I, I hardly slept. <laughs> Maybe about five to six hours a day. Yeah. Um, and then from there, I went on to work in Telemundo. And I was selling airtime. I was a marketing executive. Uh, a friend of mine, well, a per an acquaintance of mine gave me an opportunity 
because I kept calling and calling and calling and calling and I didn't know if I was doing something right, but I really wanted to, at the beginning, I didn't want to work at Telemundo because it was just not my thing. Mm -hmm. But the more I thought about it, I was like, you know what? It would be great for me to challenge myself. It's something different, something new. I'm going to be in sales. That's when I realized how much I loved sales. My manager at the time, she just threw me into the lion's den and she said, just got to go for it. That's how you're going to learn. You just got to go. You got to make mistakes. And the reason why I got hired at Telemundo was because I was so persistent. I was so persistent. The amnesia. When I want something, I go out and I get it. I and go for it. I don't stop. I don't stop. I will knock on every single door. I love the word no. It means nothing to me. It means move on to the next one because your yes is coming. Perfect. And that's that's something very important that you point out there because that's something that that we can all know now. That's one of your one of your things. Like right now, when you were saying that you called and you called and you called Telemundo, is that something? That's the reason they hired me because I was very persistent. And so the general manager, the GM, you know, he literally told me after they hired me, he said, "This is a reason why we hired you because." If this is you being so persistent to get this job and you have no experience, I couldn't imagine how you would be with the clients or getting business. Correct. And I was pretty good at it. I got in trouble here and there. <laughs> yeah, I was good it. at it. <laughs> I always had that one person that would bust me out from <laughs> getting in trouble. Not like literally, literally getting in trouble, but I mean like work-wise, like, Yeah. I would make mistakes. I'm, you know, human like anyone else. And we always figured it out. I'm a problem solver. I love to solve problems, find solutions. I don't believe that, you know, there's nothing you can get out of. There's always a way to get out of anything that you get yourself into, right. whether it's good or bad. Um, a lot of the times that uh, as we go through our lives and our jobs that we first have, like you were saying, Peter Piper pizza, like it's like, um, you know, a pizza. lot of the, yeah. Oh, pizza. Sorry. <laughs> it's because I saw, I, I hey, you know what I did? Some, something real quick. Let me share something with you real quick. I was so naive when I was working at Pizza Hut that um, they left the exact amount of the check on the table. And I thought it was my tip. Oh, <laughs> And I took it and I took it and nobody said anything. Management yeah. didn't say and nobody brought it up to my attention. Still to this day, I got away. <laughs> it was $36.75 or something like that. I was like, oh my God. I didn't even look at the check until later, later, later. And I was like, oh my God, should I tell them? Should I not tell them? I didn't I didn't say anything. Oh well. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> um, but I was gonna say that it shapes a lot of the times those jobs that we have before shapes us uh, to where we end up being later on in life. Um, you know, I, I I think my first job was at Padre Style at the mall. I don't know if you're Padre Style. Yeah, I remember that store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, you know, and I was like, just a young kid. You know, didn't know much from anything, but you know. Um, as you go on in life and journey, a lot of the things that we learn is what we have to offer the people. So like now that you're a realtor, um, you have so much background and you're in your, uh, 
and your experience and all that, you know, I know I want to talk about we're at Telemundo right now. So I want to talk about when you become a business owner, when you when you become an entrepreneur, uh, that stage in your life, man managing everything else. Um, when, you know, you mentioned school, you mentioned uh, your son, your your. Your goals at that time, how did you get into business and being an entrepreneur? So I had been talking to my mom for a while and, you know, we had been struggling. My mom had been struggling. I think, you know, we would go out and sell basically anything that we could sell. Um, I know that she worked. We had a little puestecito in La Pulga de Alamo at a time. I mean, we're super humble, hardworking people. I learned a lot of, of who I am is because of my grandmother, my mother, my aunts. I mean, they're such strong women. They're strong women. And when I was a kid, we always had, I mean, I come from a business background. We used to have a slaughterhouse. We okay. had a carniceria <laughs> and uh, a uh, kind of like a drive through in Mexico, but a store, I think it was, it's called, uh, oh, I have it in the tip of my tongue. I'm going to have to get back to you. <laughs> I can't remember, but it has a word. They called it, uh, oh my God, I can't remember. But it was kind of like a drive-thru, except for the for the drive cars, the drive-thru cars coming through. Okay. It was like a, like a liquor store, but a store kind of mixed in there, but it was more alcohol than anything. So having the meat market, uh, working with my grandparents at the slaughterhouse, um, having that convenience store just, uh, you know, brought back a lot of memories. When we, when I was at Telemundo, I would see how my mom would suffer every day. She would struggle, like we didn't have money. We struggled a lot. Like, I mean, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. Yeah. I don't have to get into detail, but um, the struggle was real. So, <laughs> so we saved up. I saved up. My mom had some money saved. I think she sold some of her things so that we could have enough money for the down payment to open up the business. We partnered up and uh, we decided to open up Bikini's Drive Through, and uh, that's where a lot of opportunities started to happen because I started knocking on so many doors. I had learned a lot from my previous managers and from the industry that I was in. Um, you know, I want to thank them. I want to thank my managers because a few of them made me cry a few times. And um, I'm so happy that they did because Every time they were hard on me, I learned something. And I didn't take it as in a bad way. Mm -hmm. I took it as in, let me see what I can get out of this. What knowledge can I gain out of this hurt, out of this embarrassment? At moments, it was even humiliating. I mean, your manager should not make you cry. But, you know, it was what it was. And I'm grateful for all of those hard moments. They know who they are. And uh, if they're watching this, thank you. From the bottom of my heart, I 
don't hold anything against you. I'm happy for the tough love that you gave me because it was, it was tough love. It's tough love. It's definitely tough love. And so, you know, a lot of people would tell me, hey, well, you're not going to succeed. Like, you're not going to do so good in the drive through business. And I'm like, watch me. Why would I not do good? So I got creative. I got creative and I created a super cool trend. I wanted it to be, you know, something like, uh, uh, like Twin Peaks or like uh, Tilted Kills, kind of like that idea, but drive through. Yeah. And it was just, you know, a quick service, 30, 30 second to 60 second service in and out, in and out, in and out, in and out. And it was so successful. I knocked on so many doors. I met so many cool people. I was able to be a part of, of a lot of fun events. It was just a really cool roller coaster drive, uh, starting with my first business. And then from there, um, I missed I missed working at Telemundo. I missed selling airtime. So I got creative and I opened up a second business that I decided to call Bikini Z Agency, which then grew um, VK Dolls out of there. And I created a calendar and I had gorgeous girls working for me that then I turned into brand ambassadors. We started promoting products, brands and services throughout the Rio Grande Valley. I mean, we had jobs in Houston, sometimes San Antonio, um, then I decided to create to create a calendar and every page on this calendar had a sponsor. Every single page on this calendar had a sponsor. And we did promotions for these uh, clients, for the sponsors that we had every single month or every other month. It's just been a fun, fun ride. Yeah. There's just there's just I can keep on going and going and going and getting into detail with you, but we would never finish. Yeah. <laughs> well, back to back to uh, the the business adventure that you had with your mom, and that, that just pretty much that caused a wave over the over the I guess like in our whole area because it did. You know that you know what we caused so much. Um, I guess uh, a lot of people would say controversy that there was a moment in time, and I'm so proud of this. I always tell it. I always tell the story. National Geographic was down here doing a documentary and they kept asking, well, what's a hot spot? What's a hot spot? They ended up going to Bikini's drive-through and doing a, a small B-roll on, <laughs> on the business story. <laughs> crazy, crazy. Like, that's just crazy. And I was pregnant at the time. Oh, I wow. was pregnant at the time. I was, I was very fat and pregnant with Yarid. <laughs> and I was home. I wish I would have been there. But I was. it was just one of those days when I wasn't feeling good. It was, hey, surprise, National Geographic is here. And they want to, you know, do a little eight-second B-roll on your business. Is it okay? They sent me documents for me to review, sign, send back. They did what they did. And I never got to see it. <laughs> Are you kidding? Wow. I never got to see it. I never got to see it. But we created such a trend that everybody was copying us. Everybody was copying me. Everybody was copying what I had done. And you guys watered it down. They watered it down by, can I say? Yeah. Can I say? Yeah. They watered it down by adding stripper poles, by putting money where it doesn't belong. Like, 
come on guys that was not the idea that was not the idea if we would have kept it fun and the way it was going i think it had so much potential but because everybody here in the valley started with their ghetto stuff <laughs> i had to i had to get out of it i mean my son is eight years old uh it's going to be two years this coming march that we closed down the store um, the best thing that could have ever happened to me by far, I get to spend so much more time with my son. He doesn't get to see girls in bikinis cause he would get after me. All the time. Gee. <laughs> he would be like, mom, can you dress your models? Can you dress your girls? He would get mad at me. And I was like, oh, I do not want to grow I, for him to grow up and grow up around this environment. So he definitely was a huge, huge, huge reason why I we closed down that chapter in our lives. My mom didn't want to close down. I know she didn't. Everybody was sad, but I was ready. I was ready to to move on. Okay. So, um, so then you closed the store. Um, it, it wasn't sold or anything like that. Um, it sold. Yes, it sold. Oh, it sold. Okay. Good. I closed it, and then it's shortly after it sold. Okay. Um, real quick, I um, I wanted I wanted something that you said that made a lot of sense was uh, when when you open up a business and people start copying you, um, that's kind of something that happens in in everywhere. Because every, like, like if you may even be teaching someone uh, all your like ins and outs of the business, and then they can go over and open up something on their own. You know what I mean? So, um, but you kept your own brand, your own uh, circle of things, which which uh one of the things that i stand behind a lot is whatever i do like my hunting and fishing things like i'm behind the brand and the people that are behind me kind of follow that same deal it's like the, so like you know i, I know you as sylvia but as three as three munoz and what you do and your ideas and your everything always uh people always knew you were behind the you're the mastermind yeah so so yeah your, your ideas your masterminds and we saw a lot of uh, your marketing out there um, which I think was 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 uh, was great, um, you know, promoting a lot of products. People will come onto the valley, and you were on their radar. Like you were on their radar. You're on their. You're uh, so all that's attributed to uh, your hard work. You're, like you said, your mom, your grandma uh, instilled a lot of things in you. Um, bring us to where you're at now as a realtor, and uh, where your life is. How do you reflect on what you've done? Because uh, you're still young. You still have a lot to go. Um, and uh, where you're, where, where do you see yourself in the next five to 10 years? Oh my God, that is such a huge question because I fought so hard to be where I'm at today. I cried so much. I tried, not only did I cry, but I tried so hard to get to where I'm at today it was really difficult for me to pass my test. Very, very difficult. It's, 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 a, it's a difficult, it's two different exams to get to your license in real estate. Okay. And uh, I always say this to everybody, I'm not very book smart. <laughs> I'm street smart. Yo soy raza, like, you know, don't yeah. be fooled. <laughs> um, and it was just, it was really, really difficult for me to be a full-time mom, to be running the store, to be running the agency, to be managing models, to be managing events, 
to be managing everything that I was doing. And then I was still pushing myself because I wanted to get my real estate license. I worked so hard to get this license. It took me two years to pass my test. Two years because um, I couldn't. It was just, it was the amount of, of pressure that I was under every day. Every day I would wake up at 100 miles an hour. Every day, because I had the drive-through, I had my son, I had the agency. I, I just everything would drive me nuts. Um, it took me two years. I got my license. Last year was by far a very hard year for me. We closed the the drive-through. Um, I was sad. I'm not gonna say I was not. I was very sad. I was very depressed. It was very hard to come out of that decompression. I still feel that I'm decompressing from everything. It's slowly but surely I'm transitioning to this new life that I have. And it's been it's been very challenging. It was very challenging last year. Um, aside from closing the store, I was throwing myself 100% into real estate, not knowing what I was doing. That's one thing about me that I always just, when I see something that I believe in and I know I can do, I just throw myself at it and I figure it out as I go. <laughs> and I figure it out as I go. And I figure it out as I go. So don't be scared. To, don't be scared. Yes, be scared a little bit. But the reward, oh my God, like I am, I just, I cannot believe the amount of, amazing blessings that have been happening to us lately but it's just all of my hard work it's all of my hard work I worked so hard for the last 10 years of my life and I know that we're going we're in the middle of a pandemic right now and we're struggling to get out of COVID but 2020 has been my year since wow. since before it started since before it started. Last year, I only made $9,000 in commission in, real, in my real estate career. And um, I was freaking out. But at the same time, they, they prepare you for this. They tell you that, you know, if you're going to be in real estate, you need to be prepared and know that your first year is going to be a very difficult year. Very difficult year. And uh, this year, it's just been blessing after blessing after blessing after blessing after blessing. And I've just learned so much. Um, and knowledge is definitely power. I feel so powerful right now. I feel really, really great. Um, the people that surround me right now, everyone just wants the best for me. And everyone is just pushing me to be better. I have a really cool team of people that I work with and a really cool, a really cool team of me of mentors. Also people that I can just call and that believe in me so much that are there to support me any time of the day. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane. Uh, life has definitely changed for the best. Well, that's good. So I, 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 uh, I think we see you still in the real, in the, in the real estate world in the next five years. So um, most definitely, yeah. I'm definitely. Are you kidding? Like I was made for this, Pete. 
I'm not going anywhere. This is this is where I belong. Real estate is where I belong. I I tell my mom, I'm like, do you remember when I would cry and I wanted to pass my test? Because I know what I'm capable of. Yeah. And if you've been following me, I'm sure you've been seeing my slowly but surely growth. Right. And I keep on planning on growing. I'm definitely going to stay in real estate. I love what I do. I love what I do. It's not only because of the money, but the people that I work with every day. I mean, come on. I'm changing lives. I'm making dreams happen. You know, like every day it's something exciting. Yes, there's a lot of little hurdles that you have to go through to get to your dream home. But we make it happen. We make it happen. And at the end of the day, my joy and my happiness and part of my balance is knowing that I'm doing good for other people and knowing that I'm helping to change their lives and they're so happy because they're in their, you know, dream home, uh, finding them an investment property or, you know, starting a business, let's do a flip. I mean, there's just so many different types of opportunities in real estate. And I'm recently started diving into commercial. That's a whole other monster and it's very scary, but just like I, was able to learn real estate residential. I'm so ready for commercial. Well, that's good. Well, um, what I can say from today's interview with you is that one thing is for sure that you've, you've came to realize that things don't happen overnight. And a lot of people think that, you know, you go into something, whatever career you go into, uh, just because you fail the first time that it's over, Uh, A lot of the times people have to understand that it's a journey. You have to keep on trying. Uh, You've told us that you were very persistent. Uh, You like when people tell you no, so you know there's going to be eventually going to be a yes. So um, a lot of that is a lot of great uh, information and value that you can, that hope that I know people will will listen and and, and, uh, maybe you'll change. Not only are you changing lives by providing homes for people, but also changing lives in the the aspect of uh, that motivation that yes. um, that that strive, looking forward, having a goal, and uh, we know who you give credit to. We want to thank you for being on on here because I know you're super busy all the time. And uh, thank you for having me. I, that means a yeah. lot. Thank you so much for inviting me. I appreciate it. And then, just if there's any advice you or anything anything you want to say to uh, to anybody out here before we let you go, uh, any thank yous or any advice you want to give anybody. Well, I mean, this just goes to anyone watching this. Don't give up. Don't give up. Don't give up. No matter what you're going through, no matter how hard it is, no matter how beat up you are, cry it out, scream it out, do whatever you have to do, but go back and go back and do it harder and don't give up. It doesn't matter what anybody tells you. It does not matter what anybody says to you. Just don't stop. Don't ever stop. It doesn't matter. Just keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. And last but not least, any thank yous to anybody in particular? Oh, well, I want to thank my mama because she's definitely my my biggest supporter. (laughs) Even though I give her headaches and she gives me headaches. (laughs) My mom, today's her birthday. Happy birthday, mom. I love you so much. Happy yes. birthday. 
Well, and um, to my son, my my little ray of sunshine, um, he's definitely my biggest motivation. The reason why I wake up every day and want to murder every day with what I do, whether it's work, my workout, myself, I just want to go and have the best day ever for him. Awesome. Well, thank you, Astrid. And uh, you guys, uh, if you guys want to follow her, she's on Facebook, Instagram, Astrid Munoz Realtor. Uh, those of you that didn't catch today's episode, it will be on replay. Thank you very, very much. It's also going to be on Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, all the good uh, podcasts. If you guys are on the road or driving, just listen in. A lot of great, great information. We got to know Astrid really, really well. And hopefully we can bring you back again for another for another one, okay? Oh, my God. I definitely think so because I don't – I mean, we just talked a little bit. Yeah about what my life has been and I was trying to make it short. So yeah, yeah, please yeah. feel right. free to invite me again. Absolutely. Thank you guys and have a great one. Talk to you soon. Thank you. Yeah.